Welcome, welcome, welcome everyone to the latest edition of The Bonus Room. I'm here with my brother. What's up, what's up you guys? Your boy Santi. How you guys doing? Yes sir, and you know it's your boy DJ Steffi back at it again. Man, today we have a very, uh, dare I say, lifted episode or a very higher state of consciousness episode. I think it's a lifted episode it's today. It's lifted, yes. Okay. We're going to be discussing marijuana. Yes, oh. you heard right. Hey. With my two boys over here. Manolito, introduce yourself. Hey, hey, what's up, guys? Manolito here. Manolito, yes, Welcome, man. Sir. Welcome yeah, to the man. bonus room. And well, my boy... Damn right. And uh, for those of you who don't know, he was my roommate in college. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> if there are people out there who want to dig up some dirt on your boy, Steffi, Uh-oh. find him. He has a ton. <laughs> he has a ton of dirt on me, uh-oh, but uh-oh. my boy would never do me like that. But we also have my other bro, Miguel. What's up, man? Introduce yourself. What's up, everybody? How y'all doing today? Yes, sir. So we got two, I would say, marijuana aficionados you experts. know experts yes mm-hmm. they both grow their own stuff oh they both smoke the stuff yeah and they both love the stuff so and they know everything about it so we are going to be t- discussing all things marijuana so go ahead it's gonna be a good episode man it's gonna be nice lifting yeah. and, and fun man talk some good stuff so let's go yes sir so to start off since both you guys grow your own marijuana why did you guys decide to, you know, grow your own weed instead of just going to the shop and buying it? Manuel, if you want to lead this one off. Well, I, I started this whole thing as a COVID, you know, we're in the middle of a pandemic kind of thing. I just, I was bored at home with a lot of time on my hands. And, you know, I saw Miguelito over here. He was growing some weed. Mm-hmm. You know, he gave me a couple of seeds and I threw them in the dirt. They came out and I was like, oh, well guess i'll keep watering these things okay so start off as like a hobby yeah mainly you know just a good pastime i don't know if people say that growing weed is easy they've never really grown it because it's not easy and it takes a lot of time yeah i've heard it's really hard i had a buddy back in like high school who like grew it in his closet he had like uh, a clone or whatever and then he had like a, a light with a timer on it that it had to be an exact amount of light it was supposed to receive every day he had a particular kind of soil and fertilizer so i know it's a pretty difficult process miguel i mean well why did you start growing your weed because it's hard it's not easy yeah no i started because um well i grew up here in la and here in la you could pretty much go to a weed shop 12 a.m 1 a.m yeah show. yeah up there, like come nine thirty, no one would uh, hit you up with weed. You'd have to wait like an hour, an hour and a half. So I kind of got tired of waiting on my dealers. Okay. Mm. So I kind of just want to grow my own stuff. Nice. Also, um, sometimes they advertise things, and it's you know what they say, lo barato sale caro, like cheap mm-hmm. doesn't give you quality. Out there, the quality wasn't too good. Damn. And where where are you from? Where where is this? I know you're from LA, but where are you living where it was hard to Oh uh I was living out in Woodland. Woodland. And in Davis too. Shout out Davis. Well so um what is the process like? Yeah. What do what equipment do you guys need? Like what is it if someone wanted to say, Hey, I'm gonna grow my own weed today, how what would they need to do to start? Well, there's there's actually a lot of different ways so it just depends on what what is what are you looking for if you're looking for something that's a little less maintenance then 
you can go with like a plastic pot, mm-hmm. you know, where it's, you're not going to have to keep an eye on it as much because there's the water's going to stay in there pretty much. Or if, you know, if you want something that's a little more higher maintenance, but, you know, it's going to give you a little more quality for your roots and you're not going to run like the risk of getting root rot and stuff like that, then, you know, you'll go with like a cloth pot. So that's the main thing that you want to decide in the beginning, what kind of pot you want to use. Yeah. Got it. Would, would you say there is root rot? Root rot. So oh, like root the roots rot. inside of the of, of the of the plant uh-huh. begin to rot when you overwater it too much. Got mm. it. So it, it in turn messes up your weed and then you have no weed to smoke. Yeah, you got no that's weed to that. smoke. That's not no, what you want. That's not, that's so not a good day. <laughs> that's not a good time. <laughs> nope. So what kind of equipment do you need exactly to grow your own weed? So the way that me and Miguel have been growing is mainly outdoors. Okay. So all you really need is a pot and some water. And, you know, maybe some fertilizer. Okay. And wow. you're good to go when you're out outdoors. Where do you get the seeds? Yeah. Is that a shop? Uh, so those, one of my friends from where I used to work, um, her aunt used to grow. And she just had a bunch of clones. So she gave me some. And then I grew it, but I didn't know that there was one of them was a male. So this was like when I first started growing. Right. All my plants got a bunch of seeds. And I saved them for couple of months and then one day i was a little drunk i just ra- found them randomly threw them into um some planters and they just started growing and i gave that seeds to uh mondelito i planted some at um some friends houses too and nice yeah it's amazing what alcohol can do you know how it can motivate you and just give you this like confidence to be like hey you know i'm just gonna <laughs> fucking grow weed right now like i'm gonna fucking do it you see so alcohol has its perks yeah. as well but that's another episode so, so do you need like um like a special place like in the, in the back so some people use like greenhouses are you guys just literally just planting them in your backyard and then just the pots in the backyard or how is it like some people do closets like yeah so the me. first thing you want to do is figure out the rules and regulations to, yeah. to the city where you're in because some it, you're allowed to have six plants by the government. They're like, you're, you're good. Don't worry about it. Okay. But what they don't tell you is that it also depends by every city. You know, every city has its own ordinances. Some cities mm. are okay with you growing outdoors just like that out in the open. And some cities are like, no, you can't grow outdoors. You have to be indoors. So first of all, you have to determine what, what your city is going to allow and not allow so that you're not running into trouble. Okay. Smart. So, you know, you, you want to be, you want to be conscious about what you're doing in the beginning. So f- once you determine what, what it is, if you're going to go outdoors, then, yeah, all you need is a pot and some dirt, good quality dirt, and just a good spot in your yard where you're not going to get too many pests. Okay. And you're going to get mainly morning sun, not afternoon sun. Okay, because you, you don't want the plant to be sitting in the sun all day, right? Yes and no. Okay. Like you do want it getting sunlight, but what I mean by morning sun, it's like you want it in a position where when the sun is rising in the morning, that's where... It's giving the light first. Okay. Because you like, there's some, a lot of reasons why, but the main reason is the temperature. You know, the morning right. it's, it's nice and cool. Mm-hmm. The plant's not too stressed out because of the temperature. It, 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 it's stomata can open fully, which are like pores underneath the leaves. And, you know, through those pores, that's where the, the CO2 is going to come in and it's going to let water out. So, you know, obviously th- throughout the day, the plant can open and close that. And when it's hotter outside, it's going to close its stomata. So it, it's not going to be able to take in as much CO2, but it does that. So it's conserving water. 
so if it's if in the morning it's getting direct sunlight you know you're getting a lot of light straight to your plant when the temperatures are cool the stomata can fully open and they can take in the co2 okay so you know your plant's gonna just be a lot happier doing photosynthesis in the morning than it is when you know the temperature's 10 20 degrees hotter than it yeah. was earlier in the morning so you you kind of just want to give it morning sun because you know the afternoon sun then then it's gonna be not want to open the stomata as much anymore it's gonna close them up and it's not gonna take in as much co2 it's still gonna grow yeah you're not gonna kill it or anything by okay. giving it afternoon sun but you'd like preferably if you can find a spot where you get morning sun that's that's that'd be ideal so positioning is key in terms of like having a healthy plant yeah when you're outdoors yeah and you yeah. also want to make sure you keep that area clean Mm. like a lot of people don't clean up those areas or like they'll grow plants and they don't really care because it's like oh it's just a plant mm -hmm. but i mean if you keep the area clean you're gonna make sure you're not getting as much pest coming in which is like a big thing so you just want to make sure your area is clean and you chose a good spot and yeah so they can get seeds from like shops right shops have seeds um last time i checked they had seeds yeah i uh i ordered some from i think it was called pacific uh Pacific Seed Co. or something. Okay. And um, they're not that expensive. I got three for three for thirty, so ten dollars a seed. And the cool That's thing about bad. those is the ones I got were out of flower, feminized. So I automatically know that they're females. And um, since they're out of flower, they grow on a different cycle, so they're in and out in a couple of months instead of the actual whole cycle that regular seeds do. So I strongly recommend using those if you just want to get quick weed and because it gives you the buds quicker. Yeah. Okay. So if you're gonna grow late in the game, um, usually what would you say Manolito is the optimum optimum time like April? Yeah. So if you if you're gonna start growing, I'd say yeah April is that's when you start planting. If you're growing outdoors, if you're growing indoors, you can grow any yeah. time of the year. Yeah. But if you're growing outdoors, you you want to definitely start around April. You can start in early March, but then you still get those showers and all that stuff. And it's not the plan will grow a little bit more in that time, but you're in all reality, you're just using up more water and it's not really going to be that optimal. So you, you want to start like April ish because that still gives you time. I mean, right now we're in August and, and my plants are still just flowering. They're just starting to flower. So, you know, wow. you, so you start in April. Now mm -hmm. it's August. That's four months. It still has four months to grow. You know, and it's not going to be done until maybe I, I, I mean, I was hoping it'd be done by now, but yeah. It's not, so I'm probably gonna have to wait till maybe late September. Okay, okay. next month. Yeah, so that's what I'm hoping for. So but it's yeah. like a four to five month process to finally see like for you to actually get some bud. Yeah. Yeah, when you're growing outdoors, yeah, when you're growing indoors, you can have weed every three months. Okay. Mm. You know, but indoors, you you're obviously gonna need different kind of equipment. Uh, there are people growing houses like they'll just yeah use a whole room for it, or you know they have they sell little closets. You know, mm -hmm. you can put everything's in one little contained area and you just have a little closet where it's got its own light and it's got its own ventilation system. You know, so if, if you're like in a, an apartment or something and, you know, your city only allows you to grow indoors, maybe that's a good option for you. Mm. You know, I know Home Depot sells kits that are like maybe like five, six hundred bucks, but it comes with like a filter, you know, a fan You comes with the lights and you get the whole closet. At that point, you just really just need a pot and some more seeds. Wow. Are those plants, um, what's the biggest difference between the plants grown inside and the plants grown outside? Is it just, are they just as potent 
or is the quality diminished quali- at all? Yeah, is the quality diminished? Or is it about the same? Are they stronger inside, or is it just the difference is they're inside and versus the outside? Like, is there any big, huge difference? Um, so I don't know. Like when you go to the shop, typically the indoor is a lot more expensive than the outdoor. Why so is that? When you're growing indoor, you control everything. You control okay. the temperature. You control how much light they get. You control the nutrients. You just control all aspects of the plant. Yeah. Whereas outdoors, for example, like I, I'm growing in North Cal. In North Cal, you get 100, 110 degree weather. Um, when that happens, it pretty much, you can't control it. So whatever happens, happens. Mm. When you're growing indoors, you control it. So you, that's how you get like that purple weed, the exotics, because oh. you're able to just manipulate it. Nice. And it's it's a lot more difficult. And I personally haven't tried it. I'm looking forward to trying it, but it's you get a lot better product. Interesting. Yeah. And it's faster, right? Yeah, you I couldn't have said it better myself. Months. It's it's okay. just what he said. You you have control over everything. You know, you can easily overload that closet or that room with a carbon dioxide tank and. You know, that plant's going to blow up because it's going to have that much more carbon dioxide just so it can grow because they're going to they breathe in the carbon dioxide, whereas we breathe in the oxygen. So, wow, that's 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 why you get that better quality. But correct me if I'm wrong. Isn't North Cal known to grow the best weed on the planet? Like. Humboldt and stuff like I, I would think North Cal has better weed than us down yeah. here, right? That's that's, that's what like I used the, to hear. the coast of North Cal. I mean, oh, if you're okay. in the Central Valley, it's yeah. it's a lot different. You know, you're in the yeah, middle it's of drier. It. Yeah, dry, it's dry okay. and it's hot. You know, and that that's the main thing. Like, uh, you know, his we grow the from the same seeds. You know, me and him have grown the same seeds, and mm-hmm. his plants look a lot different than my plants. Wow. You know, and it and his dad even grew some from you know from some of those seeds and. His plants and my plants look a lot similar to each other's, but his just, uh, you know, they're, they tend to just not be as big. You know, ours are like big monsters, and it's just because of the weather down here in Southern California is so nice. Yeah, the climate. Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, we're not saying Southern California is the only place to grow, but if, yeah. you, if you have that temperate weather, that definitely helps if you're growing outdoors. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, well, now, so have either of you been able to smoke mm. any of the of the plants you've been growing yeah i actually have some right here of the, oh yeah uh, the oh, stuff nice. that I grew. oh shit yeah okay. um i haven't bought in weed and man it's been a couple months now so you've Ooh. just been smoking your own your own yeah, stash your own herb. is it fire or what it's it's some of them are really better than the others like okay. there's somewhere i messed up this year um so because of covid i came back home okay and usually you're supposed to dry anywhere between a week or two weeks depending on mm. um i left it for a whole month drying i just completely oh, forgot <laughs> and so when I got back, everything's super dry. Yeah. Um, I put a, an orange peel and then a lemon peel, too, um, in the jars to kind of give a little bit of moisture back. Mm. Um, and that's kind of helping. But it's just it was just too dry. That's uh, the only thing. Okay. But the stuff that um, wasn't too dry, fire. Fire? Like, super crystally. Now, is it when you got the seeds, did you get a certain strain? Like, did you get, like, Skywalker OG? Or is it, can you name it? Like so, the f- one of them was Tahoe OG for sure. Tahoe OG, okay. Um, the other one was something purple, and you could straight up tell because uh, we were just talking about this earlier today. Um, there's so my dad's growing three plants, uh-huh. and out of those three plants, two of them look identical, like straight up light green, but super crystally, and those I think are the Tahoe OG. 
Then there's this other one that's like dark, dark green, and it has purple on the um, on the water leaves. And that one for sure is whatever that purple was. And that one just smells differently. Do you know if it's an indica or sativa? I'm not sure. Because I know there's purple haze and then there's purple kush. Uh, purple kush. It was a, a kush for sure. Okay, so it's purple kush. Yeah. Okay. All right. Cool. That's dope, man. Well, I'm excited to try some of that after this podcast, man. I want to try I some of that. I can't believe you brought it with you. That's cool, man. Yeah. I can't wait to see it. That's dope. I mean, I've always kind of, I thought about. I think we should start growing, honestly, now. It's just. Uh, we could do it in the back. Because I, 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 be I can be forgetful. You know, and nah. like similar to him, how he forgot about his yeah. plan. I feel like that you can happen. You set reminders. Uh, you, you, you fall in love with those plans. Yeah. You're not yeah. going to forget. Growing attachment to it. And when you see those things and they're growing, it's like having a child, man. It motivates <laughs> you. I don't have children, but I imagine yeah. that's what having a child <laughs> right? feels like. You know, know. you grow, you see it grow and it makes you grow happy. beautiful. Right? And you're like, wow, I helped to make that beautiful. I created you. Yeah. So I brought you into this world. You, I you won't take forget you about them. You won't forget about them. Do you have names for your plans? Special, special plans or no? Uh, you don't want to get attached either. Because <laughs> <laughs> when them they later. die, uh, it's devastating. I don't know if you guys have seen that show, Disjointed, where that guy is mm-hmm. like he he grows weed for like a a um, what's it called, like a dispensary. Oh, okay. And uh, he falls in love with his plants and doesn't want to kill them because he they talk to him and he names them. And I'm like, nah, I don't I don't want to go through that. Interesting. <laughs> don't want to get too attached because one day you'll have to cut them up and smoke them. Well, can't you just keep, do you have to replant after they bloom? Like, or does it, how's it work? I, if you're growing outdoors, I'd say yes, because obviously you're cutting at the end of the season. It's like okay. we were saying the right time to grow. Like you don't want to grow right now because mm-hmm. the, the main way plant those plants figure out if they're supposed to be growing leaves or growing buds is the, the amount of daylight they get. So like we're saying, there's things you can't control outdoors. So that's why indoors you can grow in three months because you give it an X amount of months for it, you know, going through its vegetative phase. And then you give it an X amount of months for it going into its flowering stage. But you're you're just controlling that with light. Interesting. So if, if, if you're growing outdoors and it's September, there's 12 hours of light at that point. That's when it wants to bud. But then the day is going to get shorter. Mm-hmm. You know, and then it's going to come back to 12 hours and then it's going to start flowering, but it hasn't gone through its vegetative phase again. So explain that phase, this phase, you just vegetated. So the vegetative phase is when it's just growing leaves. There's not really anything coming out of it. Just it's just growing. It's growing its Got structure. It. You know, it's it stems, it's leaves. That's that's mainly when it gets like 16 hours of light. Anything, you know, longer than like 13, 14 hours, it's going to want to just be in its vegetative phase with, where it's just growing leaves. You know, so when it goes into its flowering phase, that's when it starts growing the buds and you start seeing, you know, like the the little hairs coming out and all that stuff. That's good. That's a good feeling, huh? Yeah. Seeing that, like, oh, man. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, Manuelito, uh, do we have, so when you're growing weed, do we have the do's and the don'ts for people curious and wanting to grow their own weed outside and in the house? What would you recommend? I'd say the, the biggest don't is uh don't water your plant too much okay how much water they do they need that's 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 a tricky question because it depends on a lot of things you know it's going to depend on how hot is a given day what part of of the plant's life is it in so there's definitely a lot of things that go into it um one of the i guess best tools that i've ever been shown was shown to me by miguelito and 
it's like this probe you just put in the dirt and it tells you if it's wet dry or moist and you know normally i just try to keep mine with that gauge you know poking in the dirt every so often try to keep it in the moist range once it gets into the dry you can tell the plant starts like drooping but i feel like it's kind of like a tough question so you know i i would use that gauge as a as a meter of Got do it. i need to water my plants or or are they fine okay miguel uh let's see for sure do your research and um research yeah and just don't give up because like my first try doing it i ended up with a bunch of cd weed that i ended up having to throw away like half of it you know Man. But then my next one, I grew small ones, but they were fire. And this time around, I'm growing like seven feet ones, um, something like twice the size. Okay. And um, a big part of it's the soil. So don't go for the name brands or don't go for like whatever homeboy told you might work. Okay. Just look at the back of it and look at the what the nitrogen, potassium, and phosphorus levels on there. And the higher the numbers, the better they are. Ooh. So. Good point. Do that. And um, just make sure to mix. Like, I like to mix everything. So, I would get a mixture of, like, I like the miracle Grow uh, moisture control one. They sell it at Home Depot. They sell it at Costco. I used that. Then I mixed it with some ones from, like, a hydroponic store, too. And just do your own thing. Like, they're going to read everywhere. That's going to tell you, do this, do this, like, grow this way. But at the end of the day, just do whatever you feel is right. And then the plant's going to tell you exactly if it needs something, it'll talk to you. Like it'll straight up tell you if it's yellow, it means it might be calcium deficiency. Add some CalMag to it. Okay. If the tips are getting burnt, it means it's too hot. So uh, you should probably give it a little bit more shade. So there's a bunch. Leafly gives you a bunch of resources. Leafly. Okay. Yeah. Good. So just um, do your research and have fun with it. Like Marlito and I grow differently, but at the end of the day, you're still getting the same product and you just got to figure out your own way, you know? Okay. Well, why marijuana? Why yeah. weed? Why do you guys love it so much? Why does it bring you so much happiness? I know it's a tough that, question. That's a deep it's a question. deep question. Because so many people answer that question differently. Yeah, it's so a deep question. We're, we're I mean, it does it does different things for different people. I mean, I guess per- I can go first. I, yeah. for a long time, I was a stoner. I would smoke. I'm a stoner. I'm a stoner. Straight up. I was <laughs> I was a type to sit at home, sit in this bonus room and smoke weed and kick oh, it with my, uh, my dog, R.I.P. Oski. Rest and, in power, Oski. And we would just uh, play video games, go get Jack in the Box, eat up tacos, listen DJ to music. Bit, yeah. DJ, yeah, DJ, yep. Saturday nights was uh, DJ Steffi in the bonus room all it's by myself. EDC bonus room. <laughs> <laughs> Every Saturday. That's what I was doing, man. I'd smoke up. I'd started listening to music and DJing because that's that's how I got hooked on weed because I would I, I did a couple of times in high school and it was like cool it was whatever but when I started listening music to music high and the first album I ever heard faded as fuck was um uh Kendrick Lamar's go good Uh-oh, kid mad city good kid mad in 2011 city. when I heard that from beginning to end Changed your life. Oh, my God. Changed my life. Changed life. I was like, yo, every time I listen to a new album, I got to listen to it faded. And I did. Yeah. And so I did it for a long time. And so for me, it was music. And then 
video games and then i discovered munchies and then munchies oh, is like man i was i was a stoner when the munchie meal first came out for jack in the box i remember seeing the commercial on television i was with my boy i'm like yo we gotta go get that right now they have like some loaded breakfast sandwich that was like a croissant bun hamburger patty uh fucking bacon egg hash brown and cheese it was amazing oh my god came with the halfsy fries and the two tacos damn that shit was bomb so I smoked weed for a long time. Now I'm kind of a just a occasional smoker, but it was good times, man. I don't I tell everyone I do not regret my stoner days at all. There were a lot of good memories there, a lot of trippy memories and uh I mean I wouldn't recommend drugs to anyone, but weed is a it's a fun one. It's definitely fun. So what about you guys? Why why weed? Uh let's see. For me it's just I've always had a like my mind always races. It mm-hmm. never stops. When I smoke, it doesn't stop, but I'm able to like just mellow out. So mm-hmm. that kind of helped when it came to school, when it came to just overall. I used to have a lot of anger problems growing up, like massive anger problems. Interesting. We just, like I haven't gotten into a fight in years. I'm just chill now. That's good. So it helps yeah. you. Yeah, good. For sure. Manuelito. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm looking at Manuelito and I'm laughing <laughs> because I know I know part of his answer is just going to be like, because I like getting high. Like, <laughs> that is the main reason why I smoke weed, because I like getting high. But yeah. no, no, honestly, it, it it's similar to, to what Miguel said. You know, my mind tends to race, but, mm-hmm. you know, I also just enjoy going out and sitting in a really nice view up in the middle of the forest and... I know you love just nature. Sparking up a blunt, you know, and just hanging out and just enjoying life around you. Yeah, so. it definitely does make life a lot more interesting. I remember during my stoner days, like I tried everything high. I was like, oh, well, let me let me go to the grocery store high. And then that was the worst idea because then you want to buy fucking everything. Oh. You go oh, in there you're with high like and hungry and you go to the grocery yeah. store, you're going to come out broke. <laughs> yeah, for real. Wow. You're, you're going to see like a, a fucking a sliced honey ham, like deli meat. You're like, no, I'm going to fucking eat that this week. And you, I don't even like ham. And so I don't even eat it. But in that moment, I would buy it. Or like string cheese. Yeah. Give me that. Oreo cookies. Yeah. Give me that. You're going uh-huh. with a $40 budget and I'm spending like 80 bucks. So don't do that. But I've been to the gym high for me. I don't recommend it. It's, it's hard it makes me for me the gym harder um i've gone to like target high which is also kind of a no-no because then you want to <laughs> buy more shit there as well like that tv stand that would look great in the living room that i don't have yet and, <laughs> and, so, and so it's just stuff like that like so i bought furniture faded sometimes i remember i had that uh big oval chair Remember, I, remember I ended up, I remember ended up dumping chair. it. Yeah, 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 it was an impulse buy when I was faded. I was like, yo, that chair looks soft as fuck. So I'm going to buy it. 40 bucks? I ain't tripping. That that chair came in clutch. I don't know. It did come in clutch a we few times. We had furniture for a while. so That <laughs> <laughs> was like the one piece of furniture I think we had for like four months. Yeah, we also had that coffee table. <laughs> and we had like one coffee table. That was that was our apartment Um, before we actually got some knockoff furniture. But yeah, so I've done everything high. So and I know it's it's an experience everywhere you go. See, for me, it's it's a little different because I, can, I I'm not like you guys. I can't when I smoke. Sometimes I get anxiety. Like I can't drive when when I'm high for some reason. It just trips me out. So when I smoke, it's either like at a concert, at an event, or just at here like watching movies. You know, I can't do stuff because I get too lazy. So for, for yeah, me, you knock out Santi every time. I knock out. Every time you smoked weed, bro, like I knock you out. just pass out. 
I get I, that's yeah. what I'm saying to me. It has to be like sativa, because Indigo even sativa knocks like, you out, bro. I've seen it. Yeah, I don't know, man. My always the first one, Mimi's. <laughs> for me, it's just the opposite. I wish I could be like working out or go to the store or, or drive. You know, for for me, it's the opposite. It's a trip, so I don't know. I know there's some people out there that don't smoke, and so I just like rather just only smoke on special occasions, but. But when I do, it's fun. Like watching a movie, then knock out, bomb sleep, stuff like that. It relaxes your muscles. But yeah, it's weird, you know, for me. Yeah. Um, I would say it's just, it's different for everyone. That's 100%. what I've realized about weed. Weed does different things to everyone and everyone has their own unique reasons to why they smoke. And honestly, it's been, weed has kind of been the reason why I've connected with some of my friends, some of the friends I've had. Like I've been at parties and like i would like bring out a piece and like, oh you smoke i'm like yeah i smoke you want to hit all right cool and then there you go instant conversation starter huh? i've done it at a bunch of parties in my life and it's kind of you know like oh okay we smoke weed we have something in common and then you start talking and then you start getting into deep stuff and f- start finding all these similarities about each other but um i want to talk about <laughs> i want to talk about one more thing about weed edibles uh-oh, oh, damn. <laughs> uh-oh. <laughs> let's talk edibles um real quick I feel like the craziest highs and adventures I've ever had have been on edibles. What do you guys, what do you guys think? Is that, is edible something you guys still do? Is that something you recommend to smokers, like to try edibles at least once? What do you guys say? I, I think like you said it, man, the craziest memories you have are on edibles, but also <laughs> the scariest memories scariest, you have yeah. on, oh on edibles too. Um, for me, I remember the first time I tried an edible. I was uh, in my car, so I used to drive a, a little coupe Mustang, a convertible, so it's even smarter, so even uh, smaller, and I just kept smoking, and I remember we took the edible, and it didn't hit. It took like an hour, an hour and a half, still didn't hit. I remember just giving my homie a bunch of crap, because I was like, man, we paid $15 for this. He just he just gave us a brownie from uh, from the vending machine, you know? This guy. <laughs> and um, we just kept clowning on him to the point where we started smoking Keef at this point because we're all out of bud. That was the point of the, the yeah. edible. And we started smoking Keef. Next thing you know, it all just hits at once. Like, yeah. Boom. And I was in my car just tripping out. Like, I was in the back seat of my car. Yeah. No one in the front seat. I was just tripping balls. And, yeah, ever since then, I don't really, I don't really mess with edibles. I don't recommend them, but... Um, if you want to just chill and, uh, not smell like weed, go for it. The only thing is, um, make sure to take, I'd recommend anywhere between five, maybe 10 milligrams. Yeah. And take half of it first to see how it hits. Yeah, definitely. What about you, Manuel? I don't know. I, I, I've made my own edibles. <laughs> I love making edibles. I don't like eating them, but I love making edibles. I mean, they're not too hard to make. Yeah. It's just, you put the weed in the butter, right? And then you... You that, put the yeah, butter in the, in the mix. Way. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. what I, that's what uh, my grandma. That's how she's. That's how she told me she did them. And then I also saw it in a movie once. Uh, but with me, my the first time I ever had an edible was on my 16th birthday, and this is when I first started kind of getting into weed. Like I'd done it a couple times with my friends, you know, and like I thought I was a little badass. Like, oh yeah, you know, I smoke weed. So my cousin. She comes down, and uh, we're going to go see Nightmare on Elm Street, which, if oh, you know man. me, I'm a huge horror movie fan. Like, yeah. I love 
Nightmare on Elm, the original Nightmare on Elm Street's Friday 13th, Halloween's, all that. I'm a huge fan of that. So when the remake came out in 2010, I was super excited. So she's a fan too, and it came out around my birthday. So she came down, and she's like, I got you a, I got you a birthday gift. I'm like, what's that? She's like, check the bag. And I check the bag, and it's like these eight brownies. And I was like, why would she bring brownies? And I was like, oh, shit, these are, these are weed brownies. And she's like, yeah, yeah, they are. My friend made them, and they're really strong. I'm like, okay, cool. We'll take, I'll eat one tonight. I had never had them before in my life. I've never had any edibles. And so we're on the way, uh, on the way to, to go see the movie, and I eat one. And then there was eight. And I was like, you know what? I'm a fucking, I smoke weed. Let me eat two. I want to make sure I feel this shit. So I ate two. We go to In-N-Out, uh, have, have dinner, and then we get to the movie theater. We were a little late to the movie, and it was the first night it came out, so the theater was packed. So we had us in the front. So as soon as I sat down, like you said, bang, hits you like what I like to say, like a train. Because you're just like, you're, you're completely cool, and then all of a sudden, bang, you're fucking stoned. Like you are, <laughs> your heart is racing. You are just in a whole different dimension. And so I watched the whole movie. And honestly, I was terrified throughout the film because I was so up close that like I, I forgot I was in the theater. I literally thought I was inside the film. Like, I was like, holy shit, this is crazy because I was just so immersed. And like it was honestly so fun. It was I was in, I loved it. And then after we're like driving home and like I'm sitting in the backseat of my cousin's car <laughs> and then Santiago and her are like blasting bloody beetroots music, which oh, is like yeah. the super electronic music. I'm just sitting in the back, faded as fuck, and I just see lights going by in the windows because we're on the freeway, and I thought we were, like, in Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yo, we were literally, like, in the Millennium Falcon, like, going through space with this crazy-ass bloody beat music that's just tripping me out, and, yeah, that was one of the most fun experiences I've ever had, and that was my first time taking edibles, but there's been other times I've taken edibles where I was like, Miguel, I was tripping, and, like, I hated it. And that was part of the reason why I kind of stopped smoking weed because I did an edible that was just too intense for me. And like I was just like, all right, I need to, I need to chill off this shit because this is this is too much. But <laughs> if you want to try it, try it. Just don't yeah. take like a crazy dosage. Take like what M- Miguel recommended, like five to ten to fifteen milligrams. Don't do anything too crazy because you're gonna trip. Yeah, it's funny you say that because I remember that night, man. You were tripping. I was tripping, bro. There, there's also a in a good way. But there's also a couple other nights that Stefan can tell you about, about when I picked you up uh, from seeing. I, I mentioned that on the on the movie podcast. Yeah, yeah the Project was, X. Yeah, that, that was, was another one. night. I was tripping. And do you remember the first time you you ever smoked? The first time, that, one of the f- very first nights you ever smoked. Oh, the that? cotton candy Kush. <laughs> oh man, you're chipping out right here. Yeah, first time I actually uh, bought weed by myself from my homeboy. Shout out Chris. Nah, I shouldn't name him. <laughs> <laughs> you shout him I'm, out. I'm gonna cut that. Nah, shout out to you know who who sold me the cotton candy Kush, and I, mm-hmm. I thought I was a badass. I smoked too much, and I was tripping. Oh, that was, but, but Guy Fieri of Diners, Drive-ins, and Dives calmed me down. Yeah. And I don't know what it was about seeing the guy visit American restaurants and eating <laughs> just calmed me down. It just mellowed yeah. me out. Just brought me back to. To reality, and I, yeah. Guy Fieri, shout out to you. I owe you for that. But the last time I took an edible, bro, oh my Tell god, about nocturnal. Oh, th- that's the last time I took edible. That was I the last time you took edible. Yeah, oh, yeah, I no think wonder. that was because that it's oh my god. So there's there's this weed shop here in Eagle Rock on Colorado. It's like it was super legit because AEC. You remember it, right? I remember that. So shop. when you're like a new customer, they'll let you like uh, like um. That you would trim your own plant, and they're like they're gonna grow a clone for you in your name, and this is your plant. You don't see a watch it grow, 
like over the time you go visit the shop. So it's such a trippy idea, right? And what was it called again? AEC in yeah, New York. Right? Yeah. And they had the dankest freaking edibles. And I got for some five bucks. For five bucks. And I got some I got a, a banana bread. Oh my god. I don't know how strong with this, but they said it was the strongest edible they have made in this shop. Like it's the strongest edible. So we're going to Nocturnal. I think I was with my my boys, and we're like, yeah, we're going to get these uh, edibles, the banana bread, the strongest one. And my dumb ass, man, I don't know why. It's right before Nocturno. We're in the parking lot, and we eat half, and then we're just like, you know, we're kind of drinking a little bit. They're like, let's eat all of it. And I'm like, oh, my God. So I eat the other half, and I'm fine. I'm like, cool. But when we're walking towards the rave, and we just like kind of stop, man, it hit me in the freaking face. And I'm like, Oh my god, I'm fucking too high. I f- it feels like a train hit me in the fucking face. And I told my boys, yo, I'm too stoned. We're all stoned. <laughs> it's Joshy. Oh man, I shouldn't say. No, I'm gonna tell Joshy Van Ryan. And man, we're all together. And we're, you know how you have to wait in line to get into a rave? Oh my god, when you're in line, you just feel like you're in an ocean of people and you're like a dolphin. It's so <laughs> weird. It's so weird. And then you're just seeing the lights and the and the music, and you're just like yeah, man, I'm I'm in the ocean of people right now, just like a shark. And you know? ah, that was the last time. But after that, I was like, nah, no more edibles. I, Cause I, I was a dumbass taking the whole thing, you know. But edibles are a trip. But you know, I think I kind of want to try another edible, just like in micro doses. Because if you be smart about it, you don't smell. You know, what I'm saying you take the correct amount, you'll be fine. Take a little piece, and you're good for the next three hours. But yeah, man, edibles is no joke, ladies and gentlemen. They have like dollar doses, which are like little like uh like Jolly Rancher looking things, and they're like they're like one milligram. I don't know, I don't know what they do. I remember this one lady tried to drug me with an edible. I was at work on the Sacramento River train, and this old lady Uh-oh. was like, "Do you want a do you want a chocolate covered blueberry?" And like randomly, because I was serving them alcohol, and she was being all friendly because you know we're I was serving them alcohol, and she's like, "I have these chocolate covered berries. Like, do you want one?" And I'm out here trying to get tips, so I don't want to be rude. So I'm like, "Yeah, sure, I'll take one. I love chocolate." So I take one. And as soon as I bite into it, you know how edibles have that taste? Yeah. Oh, yeah. As soon as I bit into it, I was like, yo, this is fucking weed. And back then, I didn't really, I didn't smoke at all. And so I spit it out. I'm like, what the hell? Like, she didn't even tell me. <laughs> like, this girl, this lady just here telling me to eat a chocolate-covered berry. Like, if I didn't know what edibles tasted like, I would have ate the whole thing and probably would have been a little faded. Man, you got to be careful, man. So that that lady trying to drug trying me. Trying to get Stefan high. <laughs> yeah. She was kind of hot, though. So, Uh-oh. yeah. She's trying to take you home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, her husband was there too. It was weird. It was a weird couple. They were like Treyway. <laughs> <laughs> no, they were literally like flirting with the my coworker and they were swingers are a thing. They they it's are a true society. It's 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 wild. So you maybe know, they, Manuelito, you have experience or what? <laughs> How do you know? Are you certified? I just not to speak about this. <laughs> <laughs> no comment. No comment. But um, so where do you see the industry of mar- of growing marijuana go? Like, do you see a lot more people like growing a marijuana in their house, like, or what it is going to be? Because now we just have a bunch of farms. People are just making so much money. We got MedMen, everything, right? But what do you, what do you really see growing your own weed? In your know, opinion, it, it, it'd be nice to have people, a lot more people doing it, because then people would speak up for the right to do it. Mm-hmm. You know, more people want to do it, and more people are like, it's not that bad of a thing. Why are you guys banning this? So it'd be nice to see a lot more people doing it. Yeah. You know, and, and it'd be a, a crazy thing to watch, like where it goes, just having a lot of people doing a lot of it, a lot of growing. 
But at the same time, there's a downfall to that. You know, if you get a person down the street that doesn't know that they got some males and, you know, now this pollen is getting out there. Now it's going to be harder for you to grow weed without seeds. So explain that again. What do you mean? Uh, So if you have males with females, then they'll cross pollinate each other. So then they'll produce seeds. And, you know, when the plant starts growing into that, I want to reproduce phase and it produces seeds it's gonna be not as potent because it's spending more of its energy in producing the seeds wow so there's like an exact science to this you got to be really careful it's not just throwing some seeds in the dirt and putting water and letting it grow like you have to be careful what plants are mixing with each other yeah you definitely want to learn how to identify what a male looks like and just taking it out early on yes so a little trick i learned uh, recently if you want to find out fast all you have to do is take off a little piece of the of the plant cut it and then in the middle of it you do a straight cut with the knife all the way through you put that under water and then you have it under a light for 24 hours so you do that maybe a day two three days tops and then by the third day um, you'll start seeing a little bit of um, roots grow and then the plant itself will start showing its uh, its true uh, gender. So that's how I figured out that three of the plants that I had back at home were actually males. And as soon as I found out, I had to cut them. Oh, man. Okay. Yeah, if you don't cut them, you're going to get some really seedy bud. And then if anyone around you is growing, like Manolito said, you're going to mess up its growth because there's a lot of pests. There's wind. They'll move that and pollinate. And that's how you get really seedy weed. Like that's uh, one of the um, one of the drawbacks of growing outdoor, and one of the drawbacks of buying outdoor, and why it's so cheap compared to indoor. You get seeds, and when you get seeds, it's cool because you can regrow them. But at the same time, you don't want to smoke that. Uh, yeah. You ever heard a little pop when you roll a joint? Yeah. When you're smoking it. That's yeah, a seed. That's popping. a seed. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. What does Snoop Dogg say? No, no, no sun- sticks, no stems, no seeds. There it is. Yeah. No <laughs> sticks, no stems, no weed. Seeds. No seeds. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, Snoop Dogg. But yeah, no, there's factuals to that. So. And, and plus, like, is I feel like a lot of people are putting like a lot of pesticides on weed inside. Like, just are a lot of hormones. Is this true? Like, they're trying to make it grow faster or something. Like, isn't it better to grow your own weed outside or? Because I, I keep hearing all these negative things, like they're putting all this pesticides around weed or something, hormones. Well, think? actually, now uh, the state regulates it a lot, and, you know, you got to you gotta be able to pass certain pesticide tests and okay. biological tests on, on the plant itself. So uh, definitely it becoming a legal thing, just creating a lot more of this regulation that didn't used to exist. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's definitely a good thing. No, that's that's what I'm saying. That more people start doing it, there's, uh, it's a greater chance of it being more regulated as opposed to just straight out banned. Yeah, because there's more leverage when more people are doing it. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Now, what's your opinion on that? Because I know there's uh, a group of people who feel like it was better when it was illegal because it was cheaper because everyone just had you know medicinal license or uh, medicinal cards and that weed was a lot cheaper and then now since it's been legal it's taxed so heavy and there are so many restrictions on both growers and shops that it's nearly impossible like say if i wanted to start my own shop and you know be my own producer like it, there's a lot of loopholes you have to go through so what are what are your guys's opinion on that should it is was it better when it was illegal or is it 
Is it still better now? We just kind of have to still work out the process. Um, so it's in some areas it's better now. In some areas it was better back then. Mm-hmm. Like back then, I don't know if you guys remember going to like these shady shops where it was just like, yeah. I might get shot. <laughs> now you go and it's like, dude, I'm at an Apple store. Like the other yeah, day I legit. went to, yeah, I went to a Stizzy the other day and it looked more luxurious than an Apple store. Like there's TVs everywhere. Like I looked, I, I felt like I was, you know, shopping for, for Gucci or Louis Vuitton because it, it oh, felt wow. like, yeah. you know, where the was glass cases. What's it called? What uh, shop is Stizzy. So they have one here in LA too, and they have the one that I went to is in Davis. Uh, Stizzy, shout out to them though; they make some really good uh, pods too. Um, Isn't that what they're known for? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they look just like the jewels. Yeah. But they have the disposable ones, and yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, But yeah, in in other areas though, like you said, like me and um, Monito were chilling in my garage last time I was down in LA, and we're looking at prices for just the permits. It was like three thousand dollars for one permit yeah and they also it depends on um how much you're projected to make so if your business is projected to make more money the higher the permit is so yeah just a startup cost you're looking at ten thousand maybe in just permits 10 to 15 yeah we we've actually been researching it as well yeah because we're kind of interested in that process as well but um yeah it is the permits are expensive Plus, you know, you need to get on weed maps because that's how people are going to find you. And I think, how much was weed maps a month? So, Dale, like 300? No, it was, it was more. Um, it was a lot more. It was, it was at least like a thousand something. Like, yeah, it was, it was in the thousands. Just to get on weed maps yeah. is, is really expensive. Well, but there's a, another thing that you're not taking into account is that if you want to if you want to cultivate it, it's a different permit than if you want to distribute it. And yeah. if you want to yeah. package it, that's a different permit. So Interesting. Yeah. there's yeah. definitely a lot of more regulation, but I wouldn't say it's a bad thing necessarily. You know, I, I wouldn't either. I, I used to work in a lab where we used to make, you know, the vaping pens and mm-hmm. we used to process a lot of weed. And, um, you know, sometimes one of my jobs was getting uh, pesticides tests and stuff like that, you know, just uh, extracting it and creating a crude sample for the lab to take and then give us back results. And sometimes they'd give us back these results and, you know you're curious you're like what is this thing they found in it well is it that bad and you know you start looking at the side effects of some of these uh pesticides that they use and you know some of these um it's mainly pesticides and stuff like that that they end up using and a lot of it's like carcinogenic you know mm-hmm. and you know back then some of these growers are growers that have been growing for a really long time and then you just think like well maybe I, i've bought this weed before yeah and you start thinking like yeah do i really want all that in my body so yeah there's it's more expensive and it makes it harder for growers but that's that's a lot of it it's in partly because you know some of these growers are used to growing one method and you know once you have your method like it's you kind of don't want to change it because it works for you you know so why would you change it but sometimes your method might be outdated and now you're using some something that now we've realized oh it's not that good for you to use it and then smoke this so so what would you say to the person that says we should just have it go back to being illegal because it was cheaper and it was easier. What would you say to that person? I'd say yes, you're, you're getting cheaper weed, but you don't know what you're smoking. So yeah, you're saving right now, but you're gonna pay for it in the back end. The quality, you know, your your, your your health, yeah. health wise. You know, if you're smoking a lot of this stuff that's carcinogenic or that causes reproductive problems, and then later mm-hmm. on you can't have kids. Like, what is the price to you having kids? know what is what is the price for you to not have cancer what is the price for you not to have to go through chemotherapy or 
you know, maybe some, maybe, yeah, you're the one choosing to buy that weed that's cheap and you're smoking with someone else. And now you're giving this to somebody else that's like, oh, now you're like, you know, I wouldn't want to give you guys, my friends, something that I know is going to be harmful to you guys. Yeah, of course. Big facts. So you're here to hear first. Stop complaining. A lot of states wish they could have it legal like we do. Okay. You know, yeah, we have to pay a little more now, but it's 40 overall, you know, betterment of our society. And if you really want regulations to be less strict, then we got to put pressure on our, you know, political representatives so they can be like, hey, stop making it so hard to grow and to sell. And I think eventually it will. I think regulations will begin to be laxed over time once they see the benefit of it um, and the market for it. So that th- I think that's all just to come. But, yeah. Do you guys ever see you having your own farm and growing it, like, distributing huge, like, at a huge amount, like, making and a lot that, of money? Like That would be the dream. Yeah. Right? Yep. That would be the dream, man. Every time I drive by the, uh, the country roads, I tell Ram, I'm like, dude, just imagine this field. So there's a bunch of, like, almond trees on this field. Just imagine it just weed. And like it's fuck like it's beautiful, dude. Like I can yeah. just envision it. Yeah. No, and uh, I mean this the market's only gonna grow. And then once it expands to like the entire country, because in twenty, thirty years, I imagine that the country will be completely legalized. Um I think sooner. I hope Yeah, so. even sooner. It's just those it's those southern states, you know, they're kinda being I mean, the baby boomers are on the way out. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. That's facts. You know, but baby boomers kind of started change, it. You know, the mentality yeah. is gonna change. Yeah. So reefer madness. Though. You know, they had whole videos on reefer madness and how it's bad for you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, you Sublime know? had it in one of their songs where it's like reefers, and then <laughs> I forgot which one that was. The three joint. One smoke joint. two joints. Yeah. Smoke yeah. It's in smoke two joints. It has a little intro. Yeah, yeah. They were smoking marijuana cigarettes. <laughs> reefers. Yeah. It's a dope ass song. But um, but yeah, man, because you know someone's gonna be the next camel, someone's gonna be the next Marlboro of weed. So I agree, I agree. And you know, some people already have a leg up, but that doesn't mean anything. You know, Microsoft was out but before you know, Macintosh. Th- so. I feel like there's also gonna be like this niche market created out of it. You know, they're gonna True. be like these companies that aren't necessarily huge, but they're growing these exotic weeds. Yeah, this very specific thing, your caviar of weed, if you might say. Yeah. You know, so uh, there's definitely different markets like there's, you know, the do you want to be the market that just distributes to the masses or do you want to be the market that specializes in quality clientele and, you know, creates a brand out of it? It's true. I think that's that's what we haven't seen yet. And we haven't. No. And that's that's what needs to come out of everything. You you know, just a brand. Get get a brand out there. Like, you know, like you said, the Marlboro of we. Yeah, exactly. Right now, there's a big push for, uh, I don't know if you guys heard of exotics. Like, everyone's smoking them. They're paying, like, 60 80 I've even heard people paying $120 for an eighth. Damn. Yeah, there's this brand in particular. It's called, um, I want to say it's called Nerds. Or, uh, yeah, Nerds. And it comes in this small, colorful little packet, but the bud is purple. Sometimes it's, like, crazy colors. And that's a new fad. Like everyone, they I, call I, it rapper weed. I actually have a little uh, a cousin, one of my younger cousins out in Bakersfield. He's growing some exotics in in a little closet inside his apartment. Oh wow! So is is it exotic because of the look, or the appearance, or is it exotic because it's like crazy strong I or has crazy high. effects? It's a mixture of both, I think. It's both, honestly. so it's strong yeah, it's like and it's pretty. It's just something that's unique, you know. Okay, like it's not just your typical bud. Yeah, it's like it's really what what makes everything expensive. You know, there's not much of it. 
Yeah, you know, uh, back when I was smoking a lot, there was something called gold caviar. I didn't oh, know yeah. if you ever had it. It was yeah. like weed that was wrapped in keef, but it was also like super strong. And I was like, it was like the most expensive A for gram mm-hmm. you could buy there. And it looked cool because it had like keef on it, so it looked kind of golden. So it was kind of cool. Yep. And it broke down. It was super dusty. But I remember like one bowl of that, I was faded. Fun, and, like, fun fact, at that, at that lab that I worked at, we had a, a jar of moon rocks. But, you know, it got pesticide tested. Mm-hmm. And this jar of moon rocks sat in a fridge because nobody wanted it because they, they found pesticides in it. Right. There you so go. it goes right. back to this whole regulation thing, you know, like, what do you really want to smoke? And even myself, they're like, hey, you can have it. Take it. You know, it's a big old jar of moon rocks. Moon like, rock. you know, if you go buy that at a shop, you can spend a pretty penny on that. But even I was like, no, I'm, I'm all right, man. Like, if you found that stuff in it, I, I'm good. I, I'll pass. So what what are like the health benefits of weed? Are there like for people who haven't smoked before because maybe they think, you know, I don't want to do anything that's bad for me or I don't want to do anything that's going to affect my health. But I've read a lot of like different um, studies and and, and, um, things um, that have said that weed can actually have a lot of health benefits. Do you guys are you guys knowledgeable about any of those? Yeah, I mean, I, I took, I think, one of the first classes in the in the state for uh, cannabis. It was a the physiology of, of cannabis mm-hmm. they offered at UC Davis. You know, it was a, oh, I remember when you it took was, that. Yeah, it was, yeah. A, it's a, it was a pretty serious class. You know, you had to have a one of the prerequisites was human anatomy and physiology, you know, and it was at the college level. So it's, it's something right. serious, you know, and I thought I was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to learn about weed and sit there high, you know, and I'm just going <laughs> to chill. And man, that class was so hard. But, wow. but, you know, we went through a lot of the studies and what they base a lot of these uh, claims on, you know. And a lot of those studies are very inconclusive, and it was mainly because the sample sizes were too small. So it's not to say that it's inconclusive because, you know, there's nothing there. It's just that the sample size is too small. They found that it might be significant if the sample size is bigger. So we definitely need more research into the area. Right. But there is a lot of health benefits. I mean, one of the one of the major pushes for you know it becoming legal was these kids with seizures you know yeah. these these kids with seizures would just start seizing and they were on these expensive medications and these medications had these terrible side effects and you know some of these parents started looking for other alternatives and realized that you know cbd helps with that you know cbd is gonna make it so that their kid can live something close to a normal life without having to worry about him seizing all the time and being on these medications that give him these terrible side effects. You know, that's like one of the bigger things that pushed that made us push for, you know, like maybe we should legalize marijuana. You know, uh, in that class, we also saw studies of just it being able to help people with PTSD. You know, they, they found that it, it, it does these things to these pathways in your brain that, the pathways are there to, you know, solidify whatever experience you had. So, you know, you have a bad experience and that, that pathway solidifies it, you know, and it's kind of like a mechanism to help you survive, you know, like you burn your hand on the stove. Ow, that hurts. Now your brain associates, you know, with like, oh, put my hand there when it's hot. It's going to hurt. Don't do it. You know, but they found in these mice, uh, I think the study was something with mice and, um, thunder and shocking them or something like that or i think it was just thunder and loud noises and you know the mice that they treated for the for these receptors and the, and how it was inhibited and stuff you know they they treated them and they tend to forget about the lightning storm a lot quicker than mice that aren't treated with anything and they they associate that with 
maybe it can help with PTSD because, you know, that's what PTSD is. You have this really traumatizing experience and your brain keeps telling you, you know, it starts reliving it when you hear a loud noise and, you know, it's like a defense mechanism. And, you know, sometimes soldiers suffer from this, you know, and they can't have normal lives. And, you know, maybe this is a drug that might be able to help that if we spend a little more time and effort into seeing what potentials there are there. Yeah. And what about pain? Is it, I know, I mean, everyone, <laughs> uh, when I got my medicinal card, I said I had back pain. I mean, and just, he was like, well, sure, it looks like you need one, and I recommend Indica. Like, oh, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it definitely helps with pain, too. Yeah. Uh, I think the, uh, pain is probably one of the, like, I, I wouldn't say the, the smaller potentials to it, because mm-hmm. I, I feel like that pain side of it is what leads people to abuse it, too. Mm, okay. So I, I feel like, you know, pain is maybe like we have drugs for pain that aren't that bad. And, you know, so I, I think the, the, the bigger side effects or the bigger health benefits come from these big leaps that we make and discovering that now we can help these kids that couldn't have normal lives. So, you know, or maybe we can help a soldier and, you know, they've even found that it can help with people with irritable bowel syndrome. So, you know, because it, 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 it just slows the movement of your of your stomach, you know, the, your stomach contracts and it slows the contract, the contraction. So, you know, so if you have, you know, a, a stomach ache can help with that, you know, so it's just these, wow. these, these things that we've been treating with, you know, uh, conventional medicine, maybe there's different ways to treat it. Or like, uh, I know people stutter a lot and sometimes we smoke, it slows down their speech. And so they'll be, they'll be able to talk clearly. So I've seen that. And, and I think sleep is a big thing, too. Yeah. Some people that have insomnia or suffer with insomnia, I think smoking or maybe take a little bit of an edible, whatever, like before they go to bed, it just helps people stay asleep. You know, yeah, so I, I agree. But I totally agree. PTSD, everything that's I think the health benefits from marijuana, I think, man, that's why people don't see it as a drug. You know, like some people are just like, oh, no, it doesn't hurt you because no one's really ever died off marijuana. Right. In the history of man, you can't OD. You right? can't. No, 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 you just go to sleep. It's there's like 17,000. There's a there's a thing yeah. called the, the LD 50 50, which is means that if if you take that amount of any given substance, you know, there's a 50 percent chance that you're going to die. So, you know, that you're pretty likely to die. So but you say any substance, so that means like of, sugar? Of like any given substance. Every substance That's has like salt, sugar. <laughs> yeah, every substance has has a different uh, a different LD fifty fifty. I don't remember off the top of my head what the what the LD fifty fifty, but it's it's a ridiculous amount. Like yeah, so I think it was seventeen thousand milligrams of THC per fifteen minutes. So you have to take oh. that in fifteen, in 15 minutes. minutes. Yeah, oh. just to and have a chance of dying. Yeah, and so you literally have to try to OD. In order and to and OD. just just to give you some perspective, you know that blunt that you smoke, you pack what a gram in there, right? And a, 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 that gram, if you have some really strong weed, it's gonna be maybe twenty five percent THC. Yeah. So that's what point two five of a gram. That's like yeah two thousand five hundred milligrams. True. Or yeah. or less than that, you know. And that that's on the high end. If you have some bunk weed, you know. <laughs> you're going to be on the lower like 10%, you know, and then sure. even that you're smoking it. That doesn't mean you're going to every single bit that gets burned. It's going to be ingested into your body. A lot of it isn't, Yeah. you know, so even if assuming that your body is 50% efficient at absorbing that, you're still what at now at like 1200 milligrams. 
for smoking a whole blunt by yourself. Yeah. Now tell me you're gonna do that and you know <laughs> smoke a hundred blunts in an hour. You, your your throat is gonna be so sore. You'll probably die of cancer before <laughs> you die of being you know high. So I mean the worst thing that'll probably happen is you get a panic attack. Yeah, you know true, yeah. Sure. that that's you tripping out and you know you'll stop long before. You, you yeah, just enough it's, to all, it's all mental at that point. You eat a donut and you're now you're cool. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> you eat a jumbo jack and uh, you watch some Guy Fieri diner shots and toss, so, and you're back on earth. So what's your what's your guys' favorite way to smoke it? So I, edibles, I know edibles is not big right now for you guys. Uh, you guys like blunts. Uh, there's papers. There's pipes. There's bongs. There's vapes. Like what is the your go to honestly? Because there's different highs. I've tried. Almost each yeah. one, and for me, it's a different high. I'm just like, I, I miss my bong highs. Those, those are, are fun. one would just be. Oh man, whoop. those those They're put me to sleep. Exactly right. You know, those those bong highs are just. I I don't like them because they put me to sleep. I'm. <laughs> I know a, I'm a lot of people might might hate on me for this, or you know, be like, that's very unhealthy for you, or you shouldn't do that. But I love smoking blunts. Yeah, that I is my you. preferred way it's of smoking. The nicotine, it. though, I just, oh, man, you like that type of high? It's it's such a, it's a I, different I, high. Honestly, for me, it's more it's, of a of the way it burns. You know, if you got a joint and you're outside on a balcony, your joint's gonna burn sideways and you know backwards. Yeah, joints are gonna difficult. trip out. Yeah. yeah but okay. if you got a blunt, you know, and it's windy, it's gonna burn a little quicker. But that blunt's gonna burn pretty evenly the whole way through, and you're gonna, you're not gonna waste that much weed. Yeah. yeah, uh funny story about my ex roommate here, Manuel. Uh uh. He used to be my alarm clock because my <laughs> guy would smoke a blunt every morning right before class. And that was like around nine thirty AM and so I always had like a ten forty five AM class or a ten thirty AM class and so I knew and, and my um my windows of my room were right above the balcony. And so he would go out in the morning, have his morning blunt before class. I think that's where you're wrong. I already had one class at that point. <laughs> <laughs> so you would come back then. Yeah, wow. yeah. That was usually like my second blunt. I think you would sleep through the first one. <laughs> I probably did because all I know is that like around 930 in the morning, every day I could smell the blunt smoke coming up into my room. And I knew that would wake me up. I'm like, all right, I got class in an hour. Time to wake up. You were literally my alarm clock every yeah. day. That, that was my gap between, you know, my biochemistry and my <laughs> one of my <laughs> other animal science classes. <laughs> but so, yeah, yeah, that was that was my second blend of the day, bro. I, I don't know how I slept through the first one. Because I remember every time I, I'd sniff, i oh, shit, sparking. All right, time to get up. Amazing. Now, can animals get high? Like. Has have people? I used to blow it in my dog's face. I don't know. I don't we know always, if you actually we always got used to faded. Oscar was faded because he was always just knocked out here. You know? <laughs> as long as that that creature's got an endocannabinoid system, they can get high. Yeah, and I think dogs have one, if I'm not mistaken. So is it true that they get high with from their blowing it in their ears and not really in their nose? I don't know. That, I, yeah, I don't see. I don't see the trip, reasoning huh? behind that. I'm trying to reason that in my head, and it's yeah, like, yeah. you know, how how are you gonna ingest it through your ears? That, that, that's what I heard. I heard that you're supposed to blow it in their ears. I haven't done it to my dog, but I know my housemate has. And um, he's got Shout out guy. Chico. Yeah. I don't know. Meanest, sweetest dog you ever meet. He's, he's the meanest, mean dog you've ever seen. <laughs> it depends who you are. He needs to get high, yeah, huh? You gotta yeah, honestly, yeah. If it you're a female, you he loves you. Yeah. One day he loves me. The rest of the 99 days, he hates me. I, <laughs> I knew this dog for a year, and it wasn't until I lived with the dog 
and he smelled my breakfast and was like, all right, now we're friends because I would, you know, throw him a, a little piece of breakfast here and there. That, that chorizo con huevo right there. Ah, dude, it, was a, it was more like it was food. an omelet. Yeah, that omelet stuff with the bagel. Oh, yeah. Omelets. Manuel used to make these uh, bagel sandwiches with egg. Oh. Yeah. With ketchup and tapatio. Manuel, Manuel can get down in the kitchen. Morning, he every can, morning I used to down. make that. Manuelito can get down in the kitchen and the grill. Okay. One of my other hobbies. I don't just grow weed all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Have you tried growing your own food? Growing my own food? Yeah. I got some uh, ghost peppers and habaneros. Wow. And I got some uh, serranos. and. You got to bring some, man. Just a bunch of peppers, honestly. Okay, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we got some oranges and lemons. Oh, I got some yeah. parsley. Ooh. Like parsley or basil. I like parsley. I got basil. It's for the Italian dish. I don't know, basil, too. Marijuana. Growing marijuana opened the world to me of growing. That's cool, yeah. man. That's cool. So, uh, what are your guys' opinions on, like, vapes and concentrates? I know that's kind of a big thing. As you mentioned, like, Stizzy. Like, you know, what do you guys think of those? Are they are they good? Are they bad? What do you guys think? Um, I don't know, man. Like, it's good that you could smoke them so easily that there's no smell to it. But at the same time, it depends on your age. Like, I've seen little kids smoking them, and that's not cool, you know? And the fact that it's so easy to use, there's times when I, I'm just hitting it, I'm just hitting it, I'm just hitting it. Next thing you know, like half of it's gone. <laughs> and I'm just there like, dude, I didn't do anything all day long. So it's dangerous. They're super convenient. Yep. I'll give them that. Manuel, what do you think? So I actually used to work in a lab where I used to make those concentrates. So I've seen it happen from beginning to end, at least in the specific process that we use. But there's definitely different methods that are used to produce these concentrates and i agree with miguel they're just sometimes they can be really really strong and you know i i think one of the the biggest things that has changed over the years with weed itself is just the the ratio of thc to cbd definitely in 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 the flower itself and now it's you know you've we've grown these strains that are very heavily towards thc but there's been studies that show that if you have too much thc uh you can have going to psychosis you know and different things like that and i feel like these uh concentrates are just taking that to another level where you know you have you know upwards of 90 percent purity of thc and you know the amount of cbd in there is pretty much insignificant so i think we definitely have a lot to see in the future of what the actual effects on people's minds is going to be uh, in the, with the long-term use of these uh, pens that we're starting to see now. Yeah, I mean, I remember when they first came out, and I, I would do, I would do disposable ones, and I've, I've had a Stizzy before, and that's, that's the thing about them. They're super convenient, but it's like, you don't really know what you're smoking. Like, you know, like I'm just like, and it would always give me this certain kind of cough that was a more like kind of a wheezy cough, and um, I didn't like them. They are super convenient. The high is also different. I don't know if the, it was the same for you. For me, it was like you get high almost immediately. But the come down was harder. I felt more yep. tired. You know, it was a harder come down. And so I didn't fuck with them too hard. But they don't really smell. They're super convenient. I used to take them inside movie theaters. I think I saw Ted 2 fucking blazing <laughs> off of like Ted. a vape. Um, so they are convenient. But I don't know. To me, I just like the flower. The flower is just like it smells good, you know, like it's natural, and it's like that's that's where what weed is. So 
Santi, you ever had any of those? The vapes, I don't know. I'm kind of indifferent about it. I'm a big fan of flour. But yeah. the vapes are cool because you could just take them anywhere and you just like vape in the movie theater. On the beach. You could be on a beach. Yeah. You don't bother in no one. class. I had, I had homies you, in community college just vaping class. People could vape in the car while you're driving and you're fine, you know? That was a big thing going to Vegas and people are just vaping, but you get too high sometimes. <laughs> you're in Vegas, like, oh, yeah. man, like, vape it, you know? But I see I see the the pros, but then also, like, you see the cons, like, what are the long-term effects of vaping? You know, yeah, so we don't know those. We yet, don't know so that yet, so it's still kind of it's kind of new. So it's a risk, but man, if you just want to just vape in the house without no one, without smelling or stinking it up, yeah, it's perfect. You know, but I'm like you, man. The flower is the way to go. But quick you stink. Quick disclaimer: uh, the hosts and the guests of the bonus room do not recommend that any children, um, a hundred percent, vape in their house while their parents are living with them. We do not condone <laughs> drug use. Yep. Alcohol use, B21. As Dare says, don't do drugs. Say no to drugs. Say no. Until you're 21. Until then, you're 21. <laughs> then do all the legal drugs that your heart desires. Yep. <laughs> so just we want to put that out there. I know I said I mentioned I did at a young age. Don't do what <laughs> I did. Because then it's you're just going to be a, a guy like me having a podcast. <laughs> and That's not a bad thing. No, you want to go do bigger and better things. So, <laughs> so don't do drugs at a young age, kids. Don't do it. What is your guys' favorite memories using marijuana? And a favorite song. Everyone has their favorite weed song. Ooh, we're going to throw that one in too? Yeah, let's do that. Ooh. Double header, double dipper. Double whammy. Let's go. Um, Miguel's thinking about it. Manuito just looks kind of lifted. <laughs> <laughs> Just eating your candy. I'm definitely I'm, uh, trying to remember, but <laughs> I just, I'm always high. So. <laughs> yeah. All right, Miguel, what's your favorite memory and song? All right. So let's start with the song. Um, hands down, it's uh, Dreams and Nightmares by Meek Mill. Oh, sleeper. Okay. Yeah. All right. Like, Meek Mill. Yeah. I, I could rap that song nonstop. There's, I don't know, Steffi, you've probably seen a bunch of videos. I used to send them back in the day to the, um, to the group chat. group chat we used to have. It would just be me, like, lip singing. This was before yep. TikTok was a thing. With your uh, blunt. Yep. Yeah. And it was always, for sure, that song. Kind of missed those, man. Kind of stopped with those. Yeah, I grew up, dude. Like, <laughs> stop doing that. I was getting those uh, virtual highs with you, you know? Yep. <laughs> I got a bunch of my homies from back home would hit me up, like, hey, dog, are you okay? And then I'd be like, yeah, what's up? We stopped receiving your, uh, your smoking uh, snaps. And I'd just be like, oh, shit. You know? Um, for memory though, it was hands down the first time that I smoked. So me and my boy, we went to, um, the circus circus. This was when I was like 16 or 17. I can't remember in Las Vegas, in Vegas. Yeah. Okay. And, um, I hit up my cousin, um, or the one we're talking about earlier that lives in Vegas. Um, and he shot through and it was a purple Bubba Kush. So like every stoner remembers the first weed you ever smoked. Like, yeah. You just do. And it was that strain and we so the vegas um windows only open up like six inches so you don't jump off you know yeah and um we opened that up i remember we disconnected the alarm we put the empty uh lays chips back over it wow just tied it up and then we just started smoking we killed all of we we had so then my cousin rode through with some like some of the vegas girl and um 
we went to McDonald's like four times that day. Just got that 20-piece chicken nugget deal. <laughs> Dude, that weekend, I killed, I think I killed like 60 chicken nuggets. My boy killed 60, and my little cousin killed like 90. Damn. Ooh. Yeah, he was you guys just were shitting out nuggets. <laughs> Dude, it was, man. Manuel, you got a, you got a favorite mm. song in memory while well, being faded? Uh, I have one like in the front of my head, but I don't remember the name. And I'm trying to find Of it. the song? The song? Yeah. Sing it for us. <laughs> Sing it, Manuel. Come on. Sing I don't know. It. it does like a lot of barking. And it goes like, A lot woof. of barking. Woof. Sounds like DMX. It's like, Snoop Doggy Dog. What song Wait. is that? Snoop Dogg is on. But, it, but it's like an old school song. One. It's like really, really old. And it just goes like, you know, it's a lot, of, a lot of it has to do with like the beat. Yeah. And then it's just like a lot of barking. and <laughs> It's like my favorite memory when I'm high, bro. You know, just listening oh to that song God. and doing the whoop. It, it might be gin and juice. Maybe. I don't know. No, no, no. Gin and gin. It might be. It's not that one. It's not that one. No, it's like an old school song, bro. I don't even know if. Uh, memory then Yeah memory Tell us what's uh, I know you, I know you faded every day But like Do you got a Particular day That was extra special And extra sunshine <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's a little too faded right now <laughs> Get ready for the HK <laughs> Hell's Kitchen I can't wait In Vegas I'm gonna get that uh, Wellington Oh, always the famous or the beef <laughs> I can't think of a good memory where I'm like, oh yeah, that was a good day when I was high. Every day is a good day. Yeah, Every I'm day always day. high. I always love life. Every second of it. Or know? what do you like doing high? Is that a, everything? Is just, just like everything. Watching everything. a movie, showering. Have you ever eating? seen that movie where? Uh, I think was which one is it? It's one of those stoner movies. And you know the guy comes in and they're selling him weed and he's like. Have you ever looked at the stars? And then they're like, yeah. Like, have you ever looked at the stars? Hi. You know? And he says that about everything. Mm. That's how it feels. Okay. Know? Interesting. Have you ever sat in your chair? Kind of, yeah, I guess. Sat in your chair high. <laughs> you know? It's just so much better. <laughs> Weed makes everything better. I feel that. Until it doesn't. I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, so I think for me... Song-wise, that's hard because back in the day, I had an entire playlist devoted Ooh. to you don't have me when I was faded. I still do. I mean, it has stuff like, I mean, if you listen to our last episode, I, I briefly referred to it. It has stuff like um, Sublime, Revolution, Kendrick Lamar, mm. J. Cole, Tribe Called Quest, uh, Ice Cube was on that. Snoop Dogg was for sure on that. I had um, Mac Green. Miller. Mac Miller was definitely on that. Uh, Another Night. That was like one of the soundtracks. Cypress Hill, maybe? Cypress Hill, for Dr. sure. Green, for sure. And you know, it actually reminded me. I think that might be one of my... Me- I have a lot of faded memories. Mm. But first, I'll start with song. Song, I will say, if I... My go-to would be Out of Control by Revolution. Mm-hmm. That song is just super ska, super reggae, super dope to get you in the mood. Isa, I don't know if I should be saying these things. Fuck it. <laughs> Isa Ditch High School, it's, my senior year, when I had already, song. you know, got my college acceptances and all that. I would um, 
We all know that's after, when that started. After <laughs> after the SATs and ACTs, after all that, towards the end of my senior year, the senior year, I was just kicking in. I would ditch school, mm. chill in my backyard with my bong, and listen to like music and just smoke in the morning, like at 10 a.m. after that the parents dope. went to work, and I just have the house to myself. Damn. It was dope. But my favorite memory is probably... I have a couple. Damn, this is hard. All right. I think the one I'm going to go with, just because of how random it was, um, I was in community college, and... I it was a Saturday and my mom needed her. Uh, my mom needed me to take her to this party that a friend of hers was having in Burbank. So I took her in the morning, went to Glendale Community College to study. And then that was a plan. So I get to Burbank and then I think like, oh, maybe I should like smoke before it's Saturday. I should smoke before I go study. That's a great idea. I smoke and then I'm driving and I'm, I forgot what street it's on, but I drive past Fry's Electronics in Burbank. And if you've ever been to Fry's Electronics in Burbank, they have a huge spaceship outside of it that looks like it crashed into the store. And I was like, yo, that's it's fucking trippy. That's a spaceship. Like literally it's sticking out of the store. So I go to a parking lot, park, and I'm like, let me go in the store. Maybe it's cool. You go inside the store. It's completely... It's completely 1950s alien invasion themed. So there's like all these 1950s American cars everywhere. And like uh, they have even like a little mini drive-in movie theater that shows Mars attacks. That's also a cafe. And it's just cool. There's like a giant alien and giant bugs. And it looks like an alien invasion. And I'm just there high as fuck tripping out on this store. While I'm there, I go to the music section and... They have a Cypress Hill greatest hit CD there for like five bucks. Mm. I kind of knew about Cypress Hill because of Dr. Green Thumb and yeah. how, to, how I could just kill a man. I'm like, fuck it. Let me buy the CD. It's only five bucks and it has like 20 songs on it. So I buy it. I listen to it. Shit's bumping. I'm smoking to it. I get to school. I barely study. I have to go pick up my mom. And I'm taking her and her friend to LAX to take some flight to Chicago. So I take them to LAX, and then on the way back, I'm on the 110, heading back on, uh, I'm coming from the 105 yeah. to the 110, and you yeah. know how you go over to, the, and you see that view of yeah. LA, so I'm smoking <laughs> out of my joint, and just listening to, like, Cypress Hill, and that shit was dope, man, it was just awesome, it was just uh, cool, and then I think I went to Buffalo Wild Wings later, but <laughs> I think it was just a fact of, like, how random it was that yeah. I drove past Fry's Electronics, see this big-ass spaceship that looks trippy <laughs> sticking out of the store. Yeah, they and, still like, have it there. It's still there. Yeah, 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 it's completely themed. You can still find it there. That place is probably going to go out of business soon. But um, if I was sober, I wouldn't have pulled over and stopped. But since I was high and sees it and I see the spaceship, I'm like, let me pull over and stop. And I did. I go inside the store, trip out in the store, discover how great Cypress Hill is. And yeah, it was just it was Goodbye, a dope man. day. It was a random dope day. And I was faded. So thank you, Weed. Yeah, I like that. I like that. Powered by marijuana. <laughs> Presented by Blue Dream Cannabis. Well, one of my favorite tracks of uh, weed would be Because I Got High. Because I Got High. Really? That, that one? Afro that Man? Afro Man. Uh, Dr. Green Thumb. Um, and what about next? Well, what about The Recipe? That was my second after uh, Out of Control. I would say The Recipe by Kendrick Lamar and Dr. Dre. That's, that was... The no Lowrider song be hitting pretty good, too. When which one? Which one? The Lowrider song? You know, by ba- War? Ba- 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 yeah, by <laughs> War. Oh, yeah. Lowrider. Yeah, bro. Oh, that one, yeah. And you're just like, yeah. And then uh, the the next episode is... is Dr. Cons- Dre. Yeah, be considered. Smoke weed every day, yeah. you know? Um, but no, but my favorite memory is funny. You say that is us 
going to my little Ramfla. I used to have. I used to have a 1992 Civic hatchback. That's called the Savage, and it had like Savage. <laughs> it just had like primer paint on the outside, and we just got hella high in the Savage, and we, and I showed you this song because uh, I saw them perform this at Coachella um, online or something. So I was like, bro, you gotta check this song out. So we're smoking, and then I show you, you gotta listen to this song, and it's the recipe, and they talk about the three W's: women, weed, and weather. So it was the first track Dr. Dre brought little kendrick lamar out and that song was a hit and then kendrick lamar takes off like a rocket so to me that's one of my favorite moments of us smoking and the that Savage. put me on the kendrick lamar yeah exactly so because women weed and weather he was talking about la that's what we the got three w's women weed and weather so yep. we're just smoking i'm just like i guess start getting lost and almost falling asleep and so we're just outside right here in the front just smoking so on 420 i think it was yeah it was 420 what year was that i can't remember uh 2011 20 11 2012 the, the, the year's album came out the year's album came out yeah, yeah. so the so. recipe so yeah that that so that's considered a weed song too right so oh for sure yeah, for, for sure, sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah so that, that was second for me after out of control i would mm. say the recipe is after i've smoked so many times to that song also no rain by blind melon i don't know why mm. that, that's another good smoking song for me too Purple can Haze. i kick it eh. yeah mm-hmm. but can i kick it by a tribe called quest that's another one great that smoking one. song this is a Afro Man, such a funny song though. It is, and I've listened to it high. I've listened <laughs> to the other one he has, Colt Forty Five. Okay, well, that that's one of my one of my favorites. That is, that is. What it's about a, a, it's an anthem. What about a uh, Money Trees by Kendrick Lamar? Oh, that's another one too. That's a yeah. heavy. Yeah, yeah, bish. Yeah, bish. Um, man, there's just so many tracks, man. There's we be burning, not concerning. <laughs> Sean nah, Paul. I didn't have any Sean Paul in there. But I had a whole playlist <laughs> dedicated. If you would like the playlist for Optimum Highness, hit me up on my Instagram, at Stefan underscore Lozano, and I will send it to you if you have Apple Music. Or just slide in the DMs for the bonus room. We'll, we'll or slide in the DMs for the bonus room podcast on, on Instagram. Awesome, man. Okay, I think we got some good information today from your boys, man. I love it. Yeah, and with that, um we would just like to reiterate you know we do not condone (laughs) drug use of any kind under the age of 21 and we do not condone any illegal drug use and if that doesn't scare you enough there's a lot of studies that show that you you could go and have schizophrenia if you're a heavy weed smoker from a young age to yeah there you go i i do believe there is such a thing as too much um you know one thing maybe we didn't touch upon, but I think it can negatively affect your life if you let it take over your life. If you are somehow not productive and not, you know, um, a better person because of it, if it, you know, completely consumes you, I think addiction is real and there are people who suffer from weed addiction and have negative effects from it. So I think like anything in life, whether it's your fast food, your sugars, your alcohol, just everything in moderation, you know, try and control the substance and not let it control you. I will say that at a time it did control me and it wasn't a good feeling. You know, like I said, I don't regret any of my memories, but there was a point where it did become too much and I had to step away from it. And uh, it was, it was good. It was, it was definitely healthy for me to step away from it and, you know, learn how to live a life outside of it. Because I think, uh, 
weed is one of those things that, you know, some people grow out of it, some people don't. But, you know, as long as you take care of everything at home and take care of everything with your job, then you can do whatever you want. Just take care of your responsibilities first and everything else will follow. So I like it. Yeah, man. So you control it. Don't let it control you. But with that, I'd like to wrap it up on this episode of The Bonus Room. We talked a lot of weed. We talked a lot of marijuana, how to grow it, how to use it, some of our favorite, how to smoke it, some of our favorite memories with it, our go-to songs for it. Mm -hmm. And I'd just like to thank my boys over here, Mamalito and Miguel, for coming on today and sharing your experiences with us and sharing your knowledge about it. And yeah, we're about to about to smoke one or what? We're about to roll one up. <laughs> but I gotta find quote. that song. You're still trying. You're to still find looking this for that song. Oh my god! It's all good, people. But next time, next time. Yeah, thank you guys for coming on. We I appreciate, appreciate it. it. Yeah, it's hope fun. to have you guys on real soon. Maybe after your things flower and uh, we can talk in depth about it. But thank you guys for coming on. Appreciate it. Yeah, I got a little quote for us. I always try to end the podcast with a little quote. So I found this. Uh, God made weed, man made beer, and God we trust. <laughs> hey, I like that one. All right. Yeah, it's a little, a little weed. It's natural, quote. man. Yeah, it's right. natural. So, it's God natural. we trust. You know, man. it grows from the ground. You know, if, if it grows from the ground, it can't be that bad exactly. for you, right? Real quick, though. Manuel, you got an Instagram? Can people shout find you? IG. Shout out, shout out your Where social media. Yeah, you, yeah. I, I got an Instagram. My uh, Instagram is... Shout out your cheese spot, too. Might as well. S N D V M one, that's the Instagram. Yeah, that's my Instagram. So give me a follow. Okay. Yeah, shoot him a follow. I know my my man Miguel here doesn't have an Instagram, but uh, stays low. He keeps it on a low, man. You know, you don't like G-spot, no- my cheese spot. Just stay, you know, L A area within a twenty five mile <laughs> radius. You'll find me. <laughs> yeah, he'll show you his plants. You know, anytime. Yeah, I'll show you his plants. Pull up, pull up. Give you a little tour of Maulito Farms. You know. Hey, there it is. But with that, I'd like to say farewell, adieu, until next time. Au revoir. We'll see you guys next time, man. Thank you. Stay good, people. Stay high. Stay faded.